0: Hi everyone, my name is Matt. I'm the youth and family pastor at Cornerstone Church in Marshfield. I'm here today with your Cornerstone Connection, a daily devotional. If this is your first time with us, welcome. And uh, please know here at Cornerstone, uh, we are working our way through reading the entire Bible in two years, both the Old Testament and the New Testament, side by side. And so today I'm gonna have us in Exodus chapter 10. And so if you wanna grab a Bible and join me there, that would be awesome. Now, if you've been tracking with us uh, over the past few months, you know that in Exodus, uh, currently what's happening is Moses has or God has commissioned Moses to go from where he was living to back to Egypt to gather the people of Israel and to go into Pharaoh and say, "Hey, Pharaoh, we're leaving. We're out of here, and you need to let us go." <laughs> now, if you've been tracking, you know that it hasn't been all that easy. In fact, uh, God has this kind of plan in mind, in which Moses and Aaron, his brother, are going to go in. They're going to say, hey, hey, hey Pharaoh, let us go. And Pharaoh's going to say, uh, no way. And so God then displays his power and his might through uh, giving plagues to the people of Egypt. And there's all kinds of different plagues, turning water into blood and uh, the plague of frogs and all these different plagues. We get to Exodus chapter 10 and we get to the eighth and to the ninth plagues. And these plagues are the plague of locusts, which these locusts are going to come into the land of Egypt, and only to the Egyptians, and they're going to eat everything in the land of Egypt, every 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 vegetation, every fruit that is hanging on a tree, anything that was left uh, over from the plague of hail. And then after that, there's going to be the plague of darkness, and this is only going to affect the Egyptians again. And this plague is going to going to be this darkness, so dark that it says in Exodus chapter 10, uh, verse 23, they did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days. I mean, just imagine <laughs> sitting for three days in utter darkness and, and, and almost is being so dark that your eyes can't even adjust to see the different things around you. And so you just sit in that same spot for three days. And this, this is just crazy, these plagues, right? Right. And I don't know about you, but uh, I, I, I've I read and heard this story and these plagues many times. And sometimes I grow frustrated, like, God, what was the point of all this? Because there's times where Pharaoh, you know, maybe halfway through is like, hey, okay, Moses, get out of here. But then God says, uh, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart so that, so that he doesn't want you to go. And I'm going to send another plague. And, and I go, God, why don't you just, you know, let Pharaoh let the people go. But you know what? There's always a greater purpose with God. Isn't there? There's always a greater purpose. And I think that's what we need to learn uh, even today, in the twenty first century, reading a story from thousands of years ago, uh, there's always something greater to learn. There's God's always got a greater purpose. And and even if we go to Exodus uh, chapter seven, during that first plague, when 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 the water is turned into blood, and and Moses and God speaks through Moses to Pharaoh in verse 17. And here we see the greater purpose of these plagues. Verse 17, he says, thus says the Lord, by this, this plague, you shall know, Pharaoh, that I am the Lord. You shall know that I am the Lord. And so God, in, in, in giving these plagues to the people of Egypt and, and certainly affecting Pharaoh, he wanted to show Pharaoh, hey, you might think you're God, but I'm the one true God. And, and I want you to make sure you know who I am and who you are, and that we're on totally a different playing field. So there's that greater purpose that Pharaoh would know that he is God, but not just Pharaoh. When we get to chapter 10, which we're in today, let me just read the first uh, couple of verses. Here's what it says. Then the Lord said to Moses, go into Pharaoh, for again, I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants. So not just as Pharaoh's heart hardened, but his servants' hearts are hardened, that I may show these signs of mine among them. And that you, Moses, may tell in the hearing of your son and of your grandson how I have dealt harshly with the Egyptians and what signs I have done among them. So God has in mind not just Moses and Aaron, but he has in mind their descendants as well, that they would know uh, how God dealt with the Egyptians. And then he ends with this, that you, and he's speaking to Moses, that you may know that I am the Lord. So God wasn't just there to uh, inducing these plagues on the Egyptians and showing his might, showing his power, and hardening Pharaoh's heart over and over again, just so Pharaoh would know that God is God and he is not. Know what he was also doing. The greater God purpose, as we see in chapter 10, verse 2, is that you, Moses, you, Aaron, you, Moses' son, you, Moses' grandson, you Israelites, that you would know that I am the Lord. Because you're going to leave this place Egypt you're going to need to remember this. And you're going to need to remember who I am and the power I have and how I can provide for you and what I can take away from you and how you need to trust me that I am the Lord. And as the story carries on, as they eventually start making their journey, (laughs) they're going to struggle with that. They're going to struggle with that. But you know what? So do we. So do we. It makes me wonder, and ask the question and close with this, What has God placed in our lives these days for us to remember that he is God and we are not? Consider that today and have a great day. We'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.